0: Say if I'm on a date, right? Yeah. Should I microdose just to like give off more testosterone? Or would I just get too aged?
1: That's a good question. I'd say, yeah, definitely microdose. Take like a one-fourth teaspoon. And then if the date's going well, take the rest of the pack (laughs) and yellow tape the place. How many
0: (laughs) parties have you delivered this product to?
1: Bro, I've been to multiple (laughs) parties. A lot of (laughs) parties, bro. What is this place called? Downtown um, Oasis.
0: It's a sex club, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, Walsh, why you been there? You're, you're a freak, bro. Walsh is over there. Watch sounds like he's there, bro. All right, welcome back Turn to another episode of the Burrow Sound, recording here live at the UUine Collective. It's your host with the most DJs are, joined by the Honey Plug himself. That's the three-in-one. Director Huss. Yes, sir. If you don't know him from being one of the most prolific music video directors in the city, you definitely know him for the Honey... And you actually brought us some, bro. I really appreciate that. Big samples. Yo. Okay, I'm not going to lie. So, you know the one of the owners of this place, Prez. Yes, shout out Prez. Yeah, shout out Prez. And I remember when he first, like, brought it, right? And, like, he just gave me samples. Like, yo, try this, right? So, I'm like, all right. So, at the time, like, I'm living with, like, an ex. And, like, I'm smoking bogeys, right? Yeah. So, if you don't know, like, you know, when you smoke bogeys, like... Your, your erections are not as strong as when you don't smoke <laughs> bogeys. No cap, right? Like, I don't know if you noticed. Know this. this is just nah, like, I don't smoke it's a thing. All right. Don't start. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like I couldn't get hard. I was just like, I knew my potential. I'm like, okay, the bogeys are fucking up my blood flow. So I tried it, right? I tried it. I'm home alone. I tried it. So just to see what would happen, right? I'm like, all right, nothing is happening. All of a sudden, like, I just feel like energy and shit. I'm like, Pretty much like super hard, but like my girl's not home at the time and shit, right? So I'm like, fuck, like what she's saying, like when she coming home type shit. So I do want to say that your product does work. You know what I'm saying? Uh, How did you even discover this honey?
1: Bro, so I went through like a whole like health journey, you know? Mm. So it was like roots, herbs, oils, aphrodisiacs. Just trying to change my lifestyle a little bit because I went to Thailand and before that, I was pretty much like in the gym. But mm. I started to notice like I had some like bad weight on me. Mm. So I had to figure out other ways from just protein shakes, um, high intake of protein, going to the gym, um, just moderate it in a different manner. And all these uh, roots, herbs, the honey and all the other stuff that I um, service people, it kind of helped me find a balanced lifestyle. To, to To do what I do now mm. with like the eats, the health plug house, hungry bed health stuff. It all just works in one. Mm. Yeah, so it's just a lifestyle choice.
0: Was it kind of uh, in your health journey? Because I know a lot of people, myself included, like you get to a point when you start going to the gym, but you're like, how come, you know, I'm not feeling the way or like I still have a little bit of body fat. And then I started looking to like Dr. Sebi type stuff, like alkaline diet. And was, Did you kind of go down that route? Like, did you go like completely like on some alkaline shit where it's like yo no meat just like herbs and like type shit or how do you balance that
1: bro if you if you tap into my food pages it's full junk food there's some good eats like you'll see some healthy eats but it's more junk food like 90 Mm percent junk food Mm -hmm. um it's all in moderation so the content i push out that's like one fourth of my like lifestyle behind the scenes i'm doing the good eats so i'm working out morning and night mm-hmm. um i'm intaking all these roots and herbs but when it comes to like the alkaline and dr sebi stuff i tapped in did a little research um but i'm not like a full vegan i'm not pescatarian mm-hmm. i guess balance i just know how to balance mm-hmm. you know what i mean so I'm when like you a skinny st- fat
0: dude <laughs> when you started like, I guess, adding this stuff to your diet, how did you notice the change? Was it like a change in your mood and energy? Did you just start like melting off the fat? Like, what was that point? Like, what were the first things you kind of incorporated into that diet to see a change in your lifestyle?
1: Bro, so I tell a lot of people, like I'm activated. Like, I actually feel like super sane because when I have my foundation set with all the stuff I explained, it's like, bro, my energy level is high. I'm like fast paced. I'm, I'm like I'm on my p's and q's. Like I'm so focused. Uh, like no foggy memory. I'm just direct and to the point, and I just get the job done. You know. Mm. Um, when I do eat junk food and stuff like that, that's when I can tell it brings me down. Mm. So if I do accumulate a lot of junk food throughout the week, I know okay next week I'm gonna stop, and then I need a balance. It's just
2: mm.
0: yeah,
1: bro. It's just a lot of pick and choose. Mm. It's just like that, bro, to be honest.
0: How do you feel about like fasting? Do you ever like try like fasting and stuff?
1: Yeah, intermittent,
0: in, uh, intermittent fasting, it was
1: like a main thing for me. Hmm. And I still I still incorporate that routine right now. Mm. So
2: mm.
1: I'll probably eat at like, um, I'll p- eat a smoothie at 12. Okay. Just, a, just a smoothie mm-hmm. and then liquids till like three o'clock, workout and then I'll eat at like 4 p.m. one meal a day. Mm. So that's it probably one meal a day and just liquids.
0: You eat one meal a day still? Yeah. Holy, whenever, because like, yo, like you're like jacked already, you know, and you're still eating the one meal a day. That's like, that's, it's not easy to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I get yeah. you, your body gets used to it eventually. Yeah. So you, you are like, are you like super strict on it? Or some days you might like do like a two meal or three meal or like, it's pretty constant, like one meal a day.
1: Um, I recently started doing two meals because mm. now I'm like, I feel like I'm getting a, a little too cut, too mm. lean where it's almost like skinny, skinny lean. So I'm doing two meals now. So I eat, like, like, as I said, I had a smoothie. Mm -hmm. I'll do like um, a breakfast, like four eggs, a smoothie, and then still that one meal. And then that's it for now. I just, I literally just changed it up recently, like Mm -hmm. three, four
0: days ago. When you're doing, I mean, technically you're not doing a fasted workout because you're having your smoothie, but you're kind of still like, you're not like loading up on like heavy carbs and shit. So what type of workout are you doing? Are you lifting heavy? Are you doing like more calisthenic type stuff? Uh, I'd say it's a balance between both. Hmm. So I'll
1: start up with a lot of like stretching and calisthenics. And then in the middle of the workout, I'll do moderated to heavy weights. Hmm. And then I'll end it off with more calisthenics or plyo. Hmm. So it's a lot of like in between stuff
0: Mm. i I really like calisthenics because like i mean i've done like the lifting and stuff and cardio but i feel like with calisthenics you can do it like anywhere you just do like push-ups you know what i'm saying sit-ups burpees whatever and it shapes your body in a different way i feel like if you lift but you're not recovering properly or stretching properly it could be like you're damaging you could do more damage than good you know what i'm saying
1: exactly i think it's more of like a a longevity thing. If you can do calisthenics and weights, because mm-hmm. for the people that power lift or lift heavy on a day-to-day basis, you see in the long run, when they get older and more mature, their body starts to break down and deteriorate. Mm. So if you're able to actually just handle your body weight,
2: mm-hmm. it's
1: more longevity. Like it's more purposeful.
0: It is. It's like your mood. It's like functional movements. Cause you'll see those power lifters that can lift super heavy, but they can't touch their toes. You exactly. know what I'm saying?
1: Exactly. Yeah. So that's what it is.
0: Um, I do want to switch gears to talk about you as a director. Cause that's actually how I first got put on to you. Like the the health thing, I guess this is more of like a recent chapter in your life, but you've been doing music videos for like a while. How did you start? Like, do you remember your first music video?
1: Yeah. So I always hail up my brother, Michael Owamba. Um, he's like the first person that's like, yo, you should improve your skills and go to school for it. Hmm. And, uh, so yeah, I started school with him, and my first music video was with him. That was like a project. So that was the first music video. That was the first only free music video I've ever did. And then after that, I just like believed in myself, and then built up from there. Hmm. So
0: what camera were you using? Um,
1: Canon 7D Mark II. If you know what that is. I don't.
0: So I used. To, I just switched to like a Sony. I used to have a T6I for a minute, but I I, I wasn't feeling the Canon like cameras for videos yeah do you feel like sony is better for videos or
1: yeah way better for videos it's more like uh it's like everybody knows it's good for like low light but Mm. um aside from that just like the the color correction um on its raw profile and Mm -hmm. just like overall i feel like sony is just like
0: the top-notch one you know the best Mm. one so do you only use like sony cameras now pretty much um
1: i have two sony's and then i have a fuji for photos okay so mm. when i when i first started i had the canon i had the fuji i was collecting cameras but i'm like yo this is a little too much i'm not really trying to be a production house at the time mm. i'd rather just buy flip it get some money and then invest into a new thing you know mm. so stuff like that
0: okay so yeah. hus if there's a guy out there or a girl watching this and they want to get into music videos 2023 right what kind of equipment do you think they should invest in? What software do you think that they should get started on? How do you think they should go about being like a music video director in the city? Okay. So
1: starting off with like software, I feel like the most like professional clean cut go to most versatile thing is Adobe Premiere.
0: Mm-hmm. You know about Adobe yeah, Premiere? I use I used Premiere Pro. Yeah? yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. So that's like the go to, um, for me, especially, um, and then later on in your years, if, you're, if, you, if you see like different routes, like you want to color grade and stuff like that, you can go to Da Vinci,
2: mm-hmm. Or if
1: you're um, a pro at editing, go to After Effects. But I always say start with uh, Premiere Pro.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, with cameras, stay in the Sony line, stay in the mm-hmm. Sony collection. Um, get a cool Sony a7 III. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, just get something versatile for video and photos. So Premiere Pro, Sony a7 III. Um, get up a get a startup gimbal something that's worth like five hundred a thousand hmm. dollars something to um, level up your shots from just handheld
2: hmm.
1: and then yeah just like those those are the three basic things and then obviously you're gonna build up to like lights hmm. um tube lights uh, aperture lights because lights without light there's no, there's nothing basically if it's all dark what are you gonna capture right hmm. so.
0: Yeah. What do you recommend like your ISO level like do you try not to exceed a certain ISO level in general? Um, it's crazy.
1: More more recently, like I'd say like three, four years ago, mm-hmm. I didn't really care about ISO. Like mm-hmm. it was it was it was mad weird. Like I was lighting situations to um like my eye, like mm-hmm. I was over like you know exposing it overexposing it mm. but obviously the best way is to have it at its minimum like mm. sixty-four, hundred iso and then light mm. it up with external lights and stuff like that
2: mm.
0: yeah but. i feel like i learned that the hard way because i would shoot stuff and like there's just so much noise when you boost the iso and you can't even use this you know yeah. what i'm saying so you're right honestly lighting is is super important just as important as like The shot right
1: yeah yo it's crazy because a lot of people thought that was my style of shooting overexposed i never color graded that's why i was so quick i was editing videos so quick like i didn't color grade i cut up the clips um overlay transitions nothing too crazy yeah and bro it was just lack of detail to be honest but people thought that was my style and they really rocked with it i'm like okay i guess for now
0: and and are you big on after effects too no Mm. Well, that's a little too much. It's like a separate skill, right? Like I feel like After Effects is so hard to master. Premiere Pro, it's like if you spend enough time on it, you can kind of understand it. But After Effects is like, and you need like a pretty like heavy duty computer, like with like a lot of RAM to actually like. Bro, it's next
1: level. Mm. It's next level. I don't know. Like I tapped into it once. I try to learn because obviously in this type of field of work, you have to keep learning and stuff like that. But. I feel like, bro, you need a lot of downtime where you have to have to have like a real passion in editing. Mm. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. there's like normal storyboard clip editing. And then there's the after effects of like creating from nothing to something. It's almost like magic. Mm. You know? So I don't know. Like I have that passion of creating nothing to something, but... to to put it into the software is a little too difficult for me, bro. I'm not that techie, to be honest.
0: Mm -hmm. Say the word. So it's more of like a creative vision kind of thing versus like that technical, technical nitty gritty.
1: Exactly, exactly.
0: What do you do when your video is rendering? Like, do you open like a next Do you just like start going on YouTube? Like, bro, sometimes, yo, yeah. Sometimes I sit there.
1: I'll multitask Mm because like if I'm editing... Then I'll be on my phone for like either content creation, editing on the apps on my phone, Mm -hmm. or just like looking at business inquiries. Like it's always a multitasking thing. You know, I'm not really sitting still. Like I'm always on the go.
0: You're always like, it seems like you're always like productive. Like what do you do for fun? Cause it seems like you're always like grinding either doing, you know what I'm saying? Like you're always working and shit. Like what do you do when it's like, you're just trying to unwind and like not work? Um. So yeah. Aside from the gym stuff we're talking
1: about, because heavily the gym is super important. Um, bro, that basketball, uh, Brody League we're talking about.
0: Yes, I was gonna ask you about Brody League. Yes.
1: So Brody League, like, bro, it's crazy because just a year and a half ago, I got my vision back. When I mean my vision back, I was blind. So what? Like, you couldn't see. I couldn't see. Ba- yeah. So I had to get LASIK surgery.
0: Oh my god! So what happened?
1: Um, when I was like. Bro, it was like 11, 12 years old. These kids were playing wall ball. Yeah. And I'm telling you, the dude purposely whipped the ball and hit my eye. Bro, I thought I was I was out like a light. Like I was on the ground. Teachers came to me. Like it was I was in pain. I can feel it right now. Just thinking about it, bro. It was, no it was so painful. Basically, I slept on it, thinking you know everything's gonna be good the next morning. I woke up, bro. I had the Fetty wop. Like my eye was like pure really? black, no really? vision.
0: No way. One eye was just, you couldn't see. Yeah, and the color of my eye was, like, deteriorating. Oh. Yeah. So there was, like, some kind of, like, macular degeneration. And this is when you were 11 or 12. Yeah, this was in elementary. And then did you do... How did they even fix... it? When did they fix that? Are you saying they just fixed it, like, last year? Um, No. So after
1: that situation, I had to heal up in, like, two months. So my parents are very spiritual. We can lock into that, too. But yeah. they... um. The doctors were supposed to do surgery in my eyes. Yeah. My dukes don't really believe in surgery unless it's a last resort. Mm. So they talked to the doctors, and bro, they had to um create uh some special eye drops. Yeah. So I was like prayer and special eye drops. Holy and then two or three shit. months later, my vision started to get back. Oh without surgery. Without surgery. Yeah. Oh my God. So so that happened. And then throughout my years, from like 13 to 27, mm-hmm. I had poor vision. I had glasses, but you know how that goes. Glasses mm. is... That's normal.
0: Everyone has glasses. But yeah. did you have poor vision in just that one eye and the other eye was fine or both eyes were kind of like...
1: No. So after after that happened, it affected both because they have to balance each other kind yeah, of a yeah, little bit, yeah. you know? Uh-huh. But yeah. So last, a year and a half ago, I got LASIK surgery. So now I'm just seeing clear for from now, like, you know?
0: Holy. So like, what was that like when, you know, post-LASIK surgery, you kind of... You have your full capability of your eyes for the first time. Like, what was that moment like?
1: Like, when I got the surgery?
0: Like, after the surgery and, like, now, like, you know, your, your eyes are adjusted and you're seeing life. Like, you know what I'm saying? From yeah. your eyes and, like, a different... Like, what was that like?
1: Bro, it was mad detailed. Like, I remember getting driven home and... um. Driving on the highway, you know, the green signs that says like 401 East and mm-hmm. whatever, garden, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever sign. I could see the cracks in the sign.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm like, yo, that's how detailed my eyes are right now. Mm-hmm. Like I could see so far, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like, like. That experience was like super humbling. Like a lot mm-hmm. of those type of things humble me, and like it's a blessing to have vision,
0: to be honest. Yeah, I can right. imagine it. I can imagine it really just makes you appreciate the small things. We take that for granted. Just yeah. being able to see, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And now all of a sudden, like, life's in 4K right now for you, a lot like every, <laughs> very high definition right now.
1: 4K, bro. So yeah, like super grateful. Like I kind of, I kind of, um take this vision for, like, I take it uh, to its advantage right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm always on my phone. I'm always, like, bro, I'm abusing my eyes low-key where it's almost, mm-hmm. like, straining and stuff. So, yeah, now mm-hmm. I
0: have to find another balance of just taking time, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you get your vision back a year ago. Brody League is happening. So, how does it work? Do you just get, like, a bunch of your homies on a team? Like, do you register for a team? Is there, like, a certain amount of teams that they have to have? How does this league work?
1: I'm pretty sure, yeah to To make the to make the um season run, you have to have at least like, at least minimum five teams. But they oh. have a, they have a lot of teams, bro. They're yeah. they're in Durham, they're in Markham, they're in Toronto. They're over. They're international with it, like mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, as for my team, my team uh was built up off of friends and associates, mm-hmm. and luckily, shout out Brody League, they um put me in like a influencer package. Like I just had to make some videos for them, and I didn't have to,
0: you know. Oh, is it expensive? Uh, like if, if me and Was wanted to like be a part of a Brody League team like how much would we have to pay how much is it per team
1: I think per player with custom jerseys it's like 350 I think oh, that's not bad at all no if you really think about it like people have to start thinking like yeah money and inflation and society and stuff like that but yo when they do the videos and photos especially if you're a key player mm-hmm. okay forget the videos the photos in itself when you get
0: photos every week yeah
1: that totals up to the 350 that you pay. Yeah. You Custom I mean?
0: jersey too and then how many games are there in a season? Um not there's 9 games and
1: then there's uh I think playoffs, yeah. Okay. Depends if you make playoffs, right?
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, honestly I, I've been seeing like clips of it and I just honestly I I like it because it's like you know, you watch the NBA and it's like so far from like your own skill. You know what I'm saying. But when I watch Brody League, even though like most of the people are probably better than me, it just feels like a little more relatable. And like the trash talk is more relatable. Yeah. yeah. And there's a lot of like the content is really well done. So are you kind of like behind that, like the videography of it, or do you no, have like a team?
1: Or no, they definitely uh they definitely want to collaborate and work. Mm-hmm. But I'm just there for the experience as like a player, bro. Mm-hmm. Bro, it's actually pretty crazy just to like even tell you um to coordinate with my vision and just like to start up with things. Bro, when it was my first basketball game with them, mm-hmm. I didn't even know where to stand on jump ball. Mm-hmm. I didn't, what it was the free throw,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I didn't even know what part of the block I had to stand mm-hmm. on. Like that was my first pickup game, my mm-hmm. first organized
0: pickup game. Mm-hmm. Bro, it's crazy. And there's some serious, like I feel like there's some serious ballers in the roadie league. Like I know some dudes who were like played college and stuff and like, it, it honestly, uh, I think it has potential to be like even like it's going to keep getting bigger. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? And people want to watch it. And like, w- OK, so what's the average like score of a game? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, is it four quarters, 12 minute quarters? Like, how does it work? It's two, it's two 20 minute quarters. OK, like, so like two halves. So it's like college game. almost, yeah, yeah. pretty much. It's okay. like a
1: college game. Um, There's different divisions. OK, so there's like Rec. I think there's four divisions. Mm-hmm. So when you're D2, D1, that's like the leaguers. Like those mm-hmm. guys are like people from college, ball, from, you know, they just hoop, hoop. Like serious, serious, serious. serious yeah. yeah. To be honest, I'm in the for fun. I'm Wait, for so the,
0: that's the rec one?
1: That's the rec. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. So there's like different, there's different uh, divisions. And what's the commitment? Like, is it a once a week kind of thing?
1: Yeah. So it's like they choose a date, but it's like for for us, it's every Tuesday, Every two, so Tuesday nights. Yeah.
0: And people can just come watch.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people watch, bro. Yeah. Especially, especially if you're like an influencer, you'll post it on your story and you say what time? They're over there.
0: Mm. Bro, I think I think I'm gonna have to pull up, bro. Cause honestly, like it's entertaining. I I just like watching basketball because I like basketball. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? NBA games are like, you know, there's so much commercials and like you know what I'm saying? Like, but just regular pickup basketball, and especially as a team, like, do you guys have plays and stuff? Like, do you guys have practice? Or are they just, like, a WhatsApp group? Bro, yeah, we actually do have a WhatsApp group, you know? There <laughs> that one dude with the Android, like, fuck it, okay, we'll just do it on WhatsApp now. Yeah, 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 <laughs> trust
1: me. Yeah, no, we have a WhatsApp group. There's some days, like, when we know the next team is more on, like, a serious tip, we'll have practices and stuff like that. Mm. Like, I think we faced, like, five, six different teams. Mm. Four of them were, like, serious. The other two were, like, play around. Mm. but like it's crazy to like the last team we played the play around ones but they're almost we almost caught an L you know so I don't mm. know it's kind of crazy but is
0: it like scouting reports like, like yeah there is, there is that's crazy there's scouting reports There's
1: there's badges too Mm-hmm. You know, if you if you like cook, a cook, cookie man, a lot of times get a lot of steals. You will probably get the 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 defender bags. Like they do that type of stuff. Brody does
0: it does it creatively. That's pretty sick. Still, maybe I gotta like build a squad for next. Bro, season do it, or something, do it, bro. It sounds like it just sounds like a good thing to be a part of. Plus, like when you're in, on sports teams, it's like a different kind of like brotherhood. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you? What's your pregame meal? Like it's Tuesday <laughs> night. You're about to have like a Brody League game. You know. Like, Damn, I actually never had a pre-game, like I never had a
1: pre-game. You meal.
0: play all your games fasted. Yeah, it's kind of like that, bro. <laughs> yeah. Bro,
1: you know what? It's kind of messed up, but every game before last Tuesday, I was taking pre-workout before every game. Oh, okay. you, you know what pre-workout? Like caffeine too. and yeah. shit. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: bro, my heart would be jumping. Yeah, but yeah. like I'd have to control it in-game and just sauce people and hit my shots free throw mm-hmm. line bro my heart's beating like I'm so like antsy but mm-hmm. like last game I'm like no nah, I'm not taking pre-workout no more because that's going to mess me up mm-hmm. you know what I mean you, can't, you have to control the game you can't yeah. just be fast paced on green light you know you running you be calm time. a
0: little bit yeah. and like pick your moments the thing is like uh, I was going to ask you this actually it was one of my questions like are you a caffeine guy like do you drink coffee for example um I know like to be honest it's weird it's
1: like on occasion I don't really drink coffee that much hmm. Yeah, like I have substitutes for it. Like teas? So, yeah, it? just more teas. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Do you like pop like a honey before a game? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yo, know, you know what's crazy? Nah, like like that's too much energy. Oh, like is it you too much? You can you can you can microdose. Like the thing is with the honey, you can microdose mm-hmm. it. You don't have to take a full pack. Mm-hmm. So when you microdose, it's um like a natural pre-workout. Mm-hmm. But essentially, like when I have all my roots and herbs and what I have in the morning have so much energy throughout the day
0: same word that's 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 actually pretty good because i noticed like i drink coffee like a lot you know what yeah. i'm saying i i don't I, I take it just like like uh like black coffee no milk or anything but i tried not to do it for like a little bit and like it, it is like a drug dependence you know what i'm saying your body is like you, you start to like feel weird you have headaches when you don't yeah. do it you know so i had to like i took a few days off When I started to like get my energy back, I was sleeping a lot more. Um, But I do think that uh, coffee has like benefits, but it's better to get that caffeine through tea. That's what they say.
1: Like coffee is not bad. You know what I mean? Just like everything in moderation. Mm -hmm. I'd say like
0: Mm -hmm -hmm. too much
1: of something is not good, right? Yeah. So yeah, just switch it up. Just drink some tea on some off days, especially when you like you're off coffee for like two or three days. Switch it up to tea and then, yeah, just balance it, right?
0: Okay, so since the I guess virality of the honey, there's been a lot of fakes and we were talking about it off air, right? Yeah. How do I know if I'm like ingesting the real authentic honey? And how can I tell, or how can I tell from the fakes?
1: Okay, so I'll tell you off the rip when you taste Malaysian honey, it's supposed to be bold. It's like it's an exotic honey. It's supposed to taste sweet, right? Mm-hmm. If you taste something like sour and like you get a headache and stuff like that, it's corn syrup and Viagra. What? Yeah. They're
0: actually throwing Viagra in the, in the packets.
1: Yeah. yeah, What? So that's, that's what it is. Um, aside from like the taste and the color and look, it's more on like the branding, the packaging. Some of the packages don't have expiry dates. Mm. Some packages are Mm misspelled. Some packages are like discolored, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So... When when we put our stuff in the new package, it's because we stand by the specific product that we're
2: mm-hmm.
1: outsourcing and importing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like we're guaranteeing you that it's the premium product. It's not the fake one at convenience stores or gas stations or mm-hmm. an ex-hustler that sells it and they're not educating you on it. You know what I mean?
0: That's crazy if they put Viagra in it. I guess because people are just... look. A lot of people use it pretty much as Viagra. Yeah. Right? Yeah.
1: yeah. So... They're, they're they're wanting a quick fix, but also too like the the real deal ones. You can use it multiple ways.
0: Mm. Yeah. How many orgy parties have you delivered this product to, <laughs>
1: bro? I've been to multiple orgy parties, a <laughs> lot of orgy parties, bro. There's there's this um there's this what is this place called downtown um oasis?
0: It's a sex club, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, Walsh, why you been there? You're, you're a freak, bro.
1: Walsh is over there?
0: Walsh sounds like he's there, bro.
1: That's crazy. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> but, yo, yeah, I have, like, people that buy from me in mm-hmm. bulk, and then they just take it over there, because initially it works for that type of stuff, right?
0: Mm-hmm. And I guess that's, like, that's probably, honestly, such a good demographic for you to sell to, because, like, they're always looking for aphrodisiacs i guess right because yeah. they're freaks
1: yeah and like honestly everybody and their mom knows this sex sells right hmm. and starting in the music industry into, into the entertainment business hmm. sex sells video vixens whatever happens behind the scenes hmm. this honey stuff is booming just from the environment i'm in so why hmm. not leverage in my spaces right
0: hmm. have you like been able to to like sell like porn stars i feel like that's like where we got to Where we gotta push this product?
1: I feel like it'll go viral with 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 those guys, those corn stars.
0: Corn stars? Oh yeah! I'm not even allowed to say that. Yeah, corn stars.
1: Like yeah, with the corn stars, (laughs) I'll definitely like I'll definitely sell to them. You know what I mean? But I'd rather talk to their managers and producers. Like I don't I don't care to meet the 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 corn 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 stars. stars? (laughs) Yeah,
0: no, no. You got to deal with like the company, like brazzers. Like you just gotta talk to brazzers and have them kind of give it to their entertainers. Yeah.
1: You know? You know? Yeah. Not not I don't want to go too deep and and then yeah. And they know I'm a director and they want to shoot but nah. I, I just keep it
0: strictly to one side business. Now you shooting porn yeah. corns, you know? Yeah. Say <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. word. Yo, how could I okay, bro? Like I'm not gonna lie, Burrow Sound, you know, we're doing good. We got a little numbers. We got some viral clips. You know, we're looking for sponsors. You know what I'm saying? How can I how can I be like a brand ambassador or like can we get, like, work on a little promo code? Like, do people sell under you? Yeah, there's a lot of people.
1: There's a lot of barber shops that I supply mm. as, like, pop-up shops. Mm. And then there's obviously, like, this space right here. Mm-hmm. They had it for a moment of time. Yeah, we have
0: it still. Yeah. yeah. You
1: know what I mean? So U-U-I-N has it. Like, realistically, yeah, we can definitely work something out. Let's see. Let's figure it out right now.
0: We could do like, yo, this episode is brought to you by the honey plug, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get your yeah. honey on. You yeah, know? and we can, yeah. Something like
1: that. Get some royalties off every sale.
0: Yo, you know, promo code Burrow Sound. Burrow Sound, let's go. Cool. And I will interview those corn stars just to just to introduce them to the product. Why not? You know you what know? I'm saying?
1: Community vibes or networking.
0: I think this is a good idea. I'm not going to lie. Okay, yo, say, <laughs> say if I'm on a date, right? Yeah. Should I microdose just to like give off more testosterone? Or would I just get too aged?
1: That's a good question. I'd say, yeah, definitely microdose. Oh, okay. And then- Take
0: like a full pack. Yeah, take
1: like a one-fourth teaspoon. And then if the date's going well, (laughs) take the rest of the pack and yellow tape the place. (laughs) Yeah, bro.
0: Say word. I might, yo, honestly, like, you're you're giving us these two, right?
1: Of course. You want to see what's in it? There's there's, there's, there's different ones in there. So you can open this. This for for Was in the back, but you know what I mean. It's basically like Was the same
0: needs thing. that for when he goes to Oasis. This guy, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so we got the Royal Sidder Honey. Yep. And then we got Jaguar Power. Now, when should I use the Royal Sidder and when should I use Jaguar Power? Talk to me.
1: Okay, so a quick breakdown, right? So the half pack, that smaller pack, is actually two times stronger than that bigger pack.
0: This is stronger. Yeah. So okay. that
1: that that honey is from Yemen. This is from Yemen. That's from Yemen. That's okay. only from Yemen. That pack, the Jaguar pack, that's from Turkey. Oh, I'm Turkish. Yeah? Yeah. So that's from Turkey. Oh, I so, have to take you. So, so basically that one, you can microdose um, for energy or you can take a full pack.
0: And is this just for any type of energy or specifically like sexual energy? Like, so the
1: energy you're actually, uh, actually accumulating is stamina, endurance. Um, you're picking up your libido. Uh, if you have lack of appetite, helpful inflammation, um it's just like a little quick energy booster right okay so that's when you microdose when you take the full thing it becomes a stimulant like it allows more blood flow to Mm. your body and Mm -hmm. obviously when you allow more blood flow you know what that means you're just picking up the pace for for your partner right Mm -hmm. that smaller pack is more potent honey um that one's twice the strength
0: okay and there's expiry date so i know it's not you know (laughs) not that fake shit (laughs) Okay, so ingredients. So this one has pure honey, ninety three percent, and then it has radix uricum longifolia, and then it has ginseng, which I know, and royal jelly. So, all
1: right, bro. The radix that's that's like a, a scientific term for uh, maca. Maca. You know about maca root?
0: Is that like matcha? Like 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 the the green stuff? No no no. That's oh, matcha. That, that's a whole different thing. Oh, maca root. Maca root. Maca
1: root is like a. Uh, something that helps with libido it helps with focus mm. um, brain fog um, yeah stamina endurance in itself
0: okay so you can do I feel like this is also good for just any athletic endeavor yeah. like you do a little microdose your, just to get your blood flow because that's all it is right the only reason why people get tired is it's like a blood flow thing it's an oxygen thing right
1: yeah I have, bro I have people that live and die by this this is a different one too mm-hmm. this one's very popular this one's called um, Black Horse Honey that's um, Vital part of the, honey yeah that's part oh, of the black honey, <laughs> honey category Oh, okay
0: so, so this is kind of similar to that like one, the ingredients yeah. are similar right yeah
1: yeah it's just some um, different honey makes so there's another one called rhino honey it's mm-hmm. produced in the mountains these ones are produced in the rainforest oh
0: okay. so it's like
1: where it's made and where the honey's coming from and then the mix
0: I wonder how how like so you're seeing like how did these people start like just making this honey like what's like the origins of like was it just like yo they needed a way to like like an aphrodisiac
1: bro it's an ancient elixir like this has been going on before times no like, way I mean? when they open um there's there's history and like facts showing like when i think it was in egypt they opened up the they opened up a tomb mm-hmm. and when they opened up a tomb there was honey in, mm. inside the tomb no and way. it was still like it was obviously not like the best quality honey but it was still good mm-hmm. you know um so when it comes to the origin of it it goes deep back mm-hmm. in times but it's definitely besti- it's definitely been a thing
0: Yo, shout out the honey plug, bro. For sure. Future sponsors, inshallah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I did want to ask about being a music video director in Toronto. Do you find that it's hard to avoid being like politically affiliated with the artists that you work with? Like it's Um, almost like whoever you work with, you're picking that side.
1: It's it's how you promote and market yourself after. Hmm. Because like, let's say you work with um, a client. And then you're promoting them heavily, like that's like your best video mm-hmm. for that month. And then you work with another client, and you don't post their video at all. Mm. It definitely gives people an outlook and a perspective that you're choosing a side. You know, so you mm. gotta, you just gotta know how to market and promote yourself wisely. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then on the back end, like it's critical as a, a influencer, or a content creator, just a creative in itself to to post on your page to be like to kind of shed light and share insight that you're not choosing sides. Like I'm for, I'm for everybody in a way, you know mm, what I mean? Mm. Like I work with anybody. It could be from the East, the West, South side, North side, Crips, Bloods, whatever, you know mm. what I mean? You gotta, you gotta, you gotta shed light sometimes. Cause a lot of people don't take that stuff in and then they just assume.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah. And I know that there's been like music, uh, video directors in the city who've kind of like thrown in the towel and been like, yo, I'm done working with Toronto artists. They're, they don't pay they you know there's like political affiliations like a lot of people like it can be discouraging for them
1: yeah right yeah there's a lot of red flags especially in this um, day and age with like the entertainment business there's like a whole like fluctuation of so much videographers Mm -hmm. so I don't know a lot of people are like shooting the same like they're, they're the same style um it's kind of yeah it is it is kind of discouraging but if you don't have like specific purpose and value in your specific lane Mm -hmm. if you don't have an angle if you don't have a vision then you're gonna get washed out to be honest
0: Mm -hmm. that's what it is i've been seeing a lot of things online where you know they're analyzing uh hip-hop's uh like financial footprint recently and they're saying hip-hop is kind of like going down in terms of influence like oh this year there wasn't as many uh hip hop albums in the top 100 you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying you kind of look at like even like the artists a lot of artists kind of like came and went even the artists that were like prevalent you know what i'm saying and now i don't know like do you feel like hip hop is on the decline in terms of its popularity or prevalence are people just bored of this type of hip hop
1: yeah i think one factor is a lot of people are bored because remember hip hop is like the main label right mm-hmm. so there's like boom back music there's conscious rap there's like trap trap okay. there's you know what i mean there's like the the emo rap like there's mm-hmm. there's there's small like categories under hip-hop mm-hmm. but it's like everybody wants to do drill rap everybody wants to do trap rap like you know mm-hmm. so i guess it's on a decline because it's like like i said it's like so much of the same stuff going on you know what i mean
0: yeah so it's kind of like the music that gets popping. It's popping for a little bit and then it's just done right away. Like, yeah. you know, it doesn't like last the test of time. Even I noticed like when I DJ weddings, like it's weird to play like new hip hop. You know what I'm saying? People want to hear like older stuff, songs that, you know, are relatable or songs that you can dance to. I feel like the new stuff is a little more like. How would I describe it? Like It's like
1: nostalgic. It's like, mm-hmm. is that, that's what people want. The old stuff. The, yeah. the 90s, the 90s hip hop, the 90s music.
0: 2000s, even 2000s. early 2000s. Even 2010s, like they had some good stuff. But then after that, like, I don't know. I feel like it was just like quick trending songs. And then once the songs are not trending, it's like, you know, you don't want to hear it anymore. You yeah. know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, bro. I don't know. the the The, the music, the entertainment business right now it's kind of, kind of iffy. So if you don't know how to versatile your skill set into like newfound things, you're just going to be left in the dust, you know? So that's why Mm -hmm. like me personally from the music video stuff, I barely do it. I do more like corporate stuff, content creation, Mm -hmm. um, brand ambassador stuff. Like I Mm -hmm. had to switch it up. Mm -hmm. Like once you're aware, like as a hustler, you got to adapt and then move into new settings. Cause if you stay in the same lane, you're going to be stuck because you're putting all your eggs in one basket, right?
0: Hmm. When was that moment that you realized like, yo, you know what? I'm not going to do as many music videos. I'm going to focus on this. Was, did you kind of notice that like maybe business wasn't as booming as it once was? Were you starting to see patterns of like artists in the city and being like, you know what? Maybe this isn't where the money's at.
1: Like, Yeah. I think, I think, um, I think it was like the second wave of the pandemic. Okay. I think I started seeing more videographers and then I've seen a lot of projects being released because I follow some of the blog pages, right? Mm-hmm. And you know how they'll say like, which video is the best video?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: All the videos look the same. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? The only, thing the only thing different was the artists and obviously the, the audio of the music, but all the videos look the same.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I'm like, yo, I'm kind of falling into the field of this because some people are asking me to shoot that way. You know what I mean? They're like, if, if that guy's too busy or he's too expensive... Then they'll go to someone else and be like, yo, can you shoot like this? Like, mm. this is the video reference. It's a Toronto video, like, you know?
0: Mm. So I'm like,
1: okay, nah, I have to switch it up. I have to take my talent somewhere else type, mm. type vibe.
0: How would you describe that new style of Toronto music videos? Like, what's the blueprint?
1: What's the blueprint? Like, what is it? Like, how is it right now?
0: Like, yeah, like, it's kind of like, what do they expect? Is it like an Airbnb scene? And then like, wh- what's like that formula that you saw was pretty like constant? Like, all these videos look the same. What? What what made them look the same?
1: Yeah, so it's like the locations were the bare minimum, like Airbnbs, trap houses, um, in the hood, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, like yeah, it was just the same recipe, like paraphernalia, video vixens, like, bro, it was it was too much. Like you can only do that like type of vibe so much. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I did one hundred, like I think a hundred, yeah, around hundred videos of that same type of recipe. Really, yeah. And like, you can only change so much, whether it be lighting, um, storyboard telling, or like giving Overlays. Them, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? But yeah, a lot of people, they just like the handheld shaking and and then mad VFX. Yeah. And I'm like, nah, I don't even do VFX, so I have to switch it up, bro. I'm not trying to learn this game right now.
0: Yeah, they want like the flying Canadian money. You bro. know, like <laughs> that one, that one's, you can buy that in like a preset pack though. I yeah, didn't see yeah. that. You can no. buy that now, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but it you're right. I, honestly, I, I noticed that too, like all the styles of the videos were the same. But I also wondered, like, is that because it works? You know what I'm saying? Is mm-hmm. that because like when you show other people in your ends, like you look at this music video I made. There's like, you know, a nice car, Airbnb shot, hood shots with your boys, a baddie shaking her ass. Like it's almost like they can't hate on it because people are kind of afraid to be original or unique and step out of that mold, you know? <laughs>
1: Like it does work, as we said, sex sells. Having that gangster look, you know, like you know, it's it's perspective, right? But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, where where there's people that actually care about their name being on projects, the art of stuff, mm-hmm. just knowing the one on ones of like filmmaking, and just just like yeah, the passion behind it, you have to step away from it, or else you're just you're just feeding a. A common problem mm-hmm. where it's just like you're money hungry. Like it's yeah. not even art no more. It's just, yes, yeah, it's, it's work. I don't even want it to feel like work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it's just like a product. It's not really like a work of art. It's like you're literally doing this because it's like cookie cutter, bro. You Supply know? and
1: demand, bro. Cookie cutter stuff. Like mm-hmm. that's how it was for a, a wave in my time of like shooting videos. It was cookie cutter and it was like, yeah, bro, same product. I'm like, okay, I can do that. Boom. Same product. Everybody gets a little different like sauce to it, just a little mm-hmm. bit.
0: But I guess that allowed you to have like a quick turnover time, right? Because it's like, yo, I've I've done this so many times, this style of video, and they're gonna be happy because you know exactly what they expect, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Man. A turn, a turnaround would probably be like 24, 48 hours max, seventy two hours for a
0: music video. That's crazy. Yeah,
1: that's kind of it's kind of wild. It's usually supposed to be like a month. Yeah, like a month, like at least two weeks. You know what I mean? But. Mm-hmm. Bro, like when you do it so much, it's like, you know what to expect, right? Mm-hmm. You know what B-roll you're capturing already. Okay, I'm doing a close-up of her booty. Yeah, yeah slow-mo, 120 frames per second. That shit's <laughs> bouncing. Yeah, boom the b-rolls on like all the paraphernalia like you know what i mean like it's all the same stuff
0: yeah and there might be a dog there i gotta zoom dog, into the dog a zoom little into bit. the dog the
1: dog's barking you'll make the dog bark real quick <laughs> slow-mo like you know what i mean like you'll pull on the leash real quick slow-mo like you know what i mean like you, yeah you know it but like when you go to the clients you do you, you do it in a way where it's still new and refreshing to them
0: yeah yeah yeah. because
1: you can't tell them uh oh, it's another you can't give them that type of energy right you yeah. still you still have to provide a service right so
0: Okay, so say there's a Toronto artist out there, there's a rapper, he wants to do a music video. What kind of budget do you think he should have to make a high-quality music video? Um, A high-quality a high music video? So,
1: I'm in a space where, like, you can, like, rent, like, it's better to rent stuff. Yeah. So, like, getting a Red Cam to rent a Red Cam. Deposit deposit for that is I think five grand just deposit deposit that you get back, and then um to to rent it and then uh like hire a camera op, that's gonna be like two three bands, so that's that's a camera op right there to get a director, that's anywhere from like fifteen hundred to to three bands, so that's already how where we're at now we're at like like, five six right now oh yeah because the rental you get back yeah, yeah yeah and then um. There's there's lighting. Like if you're if you're if you're a videographer is doing the lighting, this, that, and a third, you're probably gonna have to pay for that extra fee on the add-ons. So that could be like five hundred dollars to a thousand, depending on what kind of lights are coming.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So what are we now? We're like at six, seven thousand? Like yeah, I'm doing the math wrong right now, but I think
0: it's about six bands. You yeah. five fifty five hundred to six bands. You said five hundred to a thousand for the lighting, yeah. right? Okay, yeah.
1: I mean, if you have minimum five bands, you're definitely gonna make a solid project. Okay. If you're making if if you're if you're budgeting around 1500 2000 you still can make a quality video it depends who you're going to as well right Mm -hmm. if you're going to someone that's well experienced but um you guys are minimizing like locations and hours and fits and you know props Mm -hmm. i don't know like any project can make a quality project it all depends who's backing the project plus
0: okay so when you direct a video you like to have a camera op like you don't necessarily want to be the camera operator, or you end up doing both. Usually. I
1: end up doing both, to be honest. Yeah. When 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 the client has a bag, I'd r- I'd rather stay as a director. Mm. I'd rather just um call the shots. Three, two, one, action! You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's just simple. Mm-hmm. It's just like okay, I want you to go there. I want I want this lighting over there, and then the camera op, He kind of gives me his insight on his shots, and mm-hmm. then we coordinate, and then we execute it. You know what I mean? When you're doing it all at once, you can only micromanage and like do the most. Like you're not being the best potential you, right? Mm-hmm. When you micromanage everything, you're doing lights. Okay, let me set up the lights, fix up my gimbal. Okay, now I need to direct a shot. So now you're holding the camera and you're telling um, the, the artist or the client what to do. And then- bro there's a lot of just room for error let's just say that
0: Mm, yeah it's better to have like each each role has a designated person exactly does that include editing too or like you want to do the editing just you or would you have a team of editors if the bag was there like
1: yeah so when the bag's there i'll create the foundation and then i'll outsource to like vfx editors or um a second eye to just look at the project you know what i mean but Mm -hmm. for the most part depends on the budget I'll probably cook up the whole video myself because obviously mm. I need to secure the bag, right? Yeah. yeah. And
0: most people don't have five, ten bands. Exactly. A that's a lot of money, bro. Especially in
1: the day and age that we're at, bro. Five to ten bands? What could... Like, bro.
0: You could do a lot with five to ten bands. That's almost... You can get a car. You could, like... You can get a lot of equipment.
1: Yeah. You can start up your own business. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So... If, if someone's paying you five to ten bands, they definitely believe in your vision or they definitely believe and what you're doing behind the scenes, right? Mm-hmm. So shout out my clients, the five to 10 bands. Jeez.
0: You know? Yeah. I feel like you have to either be like pretty up to afford that or you have to have a label or some kind of investors backing you. Because I feel like when I see like music videos from like major label artists, like mm-hmm. they probably spent 50, 100 plus bands on like a music video. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, because the money comes back in other ways, like when you're under a label, you know what I mean? When yeah. it's, when you're independent, It's way harder, you know? So sometimes even like me personally, a person that cares about clients and just people in general,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: if you only have like five bands and I know that's all you have, we'll definitely have to um, do a different type of project that can help you accumulate views, help you leverage as an artist, and then use that money wisely compared to just shooting like a one music video and then it's one and done, shelf life is Mm -hmm. gone. Mm. Like, you know, I'd rather you do a photo shoot, um, do some brand ambassador stuff and then do like a a freestyle video in the studio Mm -hmm. so you never spent the whole five bands you spent about like 35 you have money to market now Mm -hmm. and you know you have a lot more content than just one music video
0: Mm -hmm. should artists prioritize music videos over marketing or do you feel like it's wiser to put that money into marketing especially early on
1: Nah, it's definitely it's key bro it's key to have marketing money um, a budget for marketing because not a lot of people have a story in the hood. Not a lot of people have a story. Like a lot of people are having facade stories, right? Mm. So like with, with stories in general comes clout. A lot of people don't have that clout that they, they perceive in the game. So you have to market yourself in other aspects, you know?
0: Mm. Yeah. I think that's really interesting because a lot of Toronto hip hop artists, You want to be, you want to be a gangster. You know what I'm saying? Like that's literally like what the listener expects you kind of like to be, to have some kind of story or poly affiliations or some kind of like criminal past. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like if you're uh, an artist, that's more of like on the conscious vibe or like a non gangster, like image it's harder to get like the acceptance or validation from like the Toronto audience because they're so used to like that style being popping, you know?
1: Exactly, yeah. So I don't know, it's this this game, this music game, it's hard for artists. So if it's hard for artists, it's hard for people behind the scenes as well, right? So mm. you got to switch it up, bro. If, if, if you're a drill rapper and you know I can speak that conscious stuff, like just do it, like be versatile. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. At least you tried, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Switch it
1: up. You can't just stay in trap. A lot mm-hmm. of people don't even survive the trap scene. Like, you know, it's either they're dead in jail if they're the real deal artists, you know what I mean? Or if they're a facade artist, you know, you can only fake it till you make it till for so long. Like, bro, yeah. there's all those ways you're just going to end.
0: I feel like at one point the Toronto sound before, before like, I guess, Toronto drill or whatever, it was like more like dark, like R&B, slow, like melodic type shit, right? But like, I feel like I don't really see that as much. It was now. like, yeah.
1: It's like, it was like grungy, grungy, melodic. Mm -hmm. Like it was more like slow paced, like to the bars, like Mm -hmm. metaphors, you know, all that type of stuff. But now it's more like, it is, a. I think it paced up to be more melodic, but it's Mm -hmm. like, they're just putting stuff together now. It's just Mm -hmm. sound. It's not really, there's no substance.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. It's just noise. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's
1: just noise, to be honest.
0: What do you listen to? Like if you're at the gym, like what do you, what is Director Huss listening to?
1: Me? Bro, uh, there's some real music I listen to, but I more listen to like, to like reggae. I listen to like a lot of Valiant, um, bro, it's, it's kind of funny. It's kind of freaky, bro. Yo, know, I'm listening to like fucking girl. Oh, I can't even, can't, can't even swear, huh?
0: You can swear, Okay, bro. but
1: yeah, like, I'm in, I'm like listening to music where like, you know, talk about making love to shorties and stuff like that. Yo, bro, okay. I'm pumping weights, bro. I'm going crazy. I think the honey's, I don't even need the honey. <laughs> Bro, I'm just activated.
0: Wait, who are these? Okay,
1: what like artists, bro? Valiant, you know he talks to the ladies, bro. He knows mm-hmm. how to talk to the ladies, bro. Um, uh, bro, <laughs> let me let me think. Let me. I'm my playlist right now. Actually, my second phone is not here. But yo, bro, I have really? like I have like playlists like different music,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know. But yeah, reggae music like you, bro. Reggae music too. Aside from like the 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 girl tunes, like bro, there's like upbeat. Like you know, it's just a vibe. It's just energy.
0: Mm-hmm. What's one type of music that maybe people wouldn't expect you to listen to or enjoy that like you secretly enjoy?
1: Secret Music that I secretly enjoy?
0: Damn. Are you bumping like Mariah Carey or some shit? Like-
1: nah, bro. I can't lie. I'm kind of like brainwashed with the drill music too. Hmm. So so it's like like when it comes to different genres, I'm not really like super tapped in. Hmm,
2: hmm, hmm, hmm.
1: I just listen to it to almost like what's convenient. Like maybe because I am in the Toronto music industry, I'm listening to, to a lot more Toronto artists mm-hmm. to just see who's on the come up type vibe. Mm-hmm. But yeah, bro, if you're, if you're not like super mainstream, um, like Valiant and them, Central C and them, Drake and them, then mm-hmm. I'm not really listening to anything in between. I don't know, it's kind of- What
0: Toronto artists are you listening to like on like a heavily? regular basis? Yeah, heavily, like who do you, whose music do you rock with? Um, Northside,
1: Benji, uh, Doovie um houdini uh bully um jg giovanni um bro that's like yeah that's like six is there's is there, is there anyone else that i super listen to um what's that dude bro yeah he has like a i can't believe Casper's good too. He's mm. actually versatile. He does he, good covers and yeah, remixes. Yeah, yeah,
0: His remixes are super underrated. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But no, there's this... I don't know what there's his little, race no. is. No, he has like a tattoo right here. It's I like, know you
0: talking about. Uh, Tizzy. Oh, okay. Tizzy Stacks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Top five, you bump in like top five, press of them or not? Like I that's really?
1: too, too drill. Like I don't oh, want to okay. listen to that's too drill. Like mm-hmm. I like the melodic, like just Like Casper, he has substance. Yeah. Like he he knows how to curate a song, a cover, a remix. And his own original tracks. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, that type of Toronto music, that's the category I like to listen to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, Doovie, he's in his own lane, too. Some of the sound sounds sound the same, but it's, a, like, a good sound to keep listening to.
0: Mm-hmm. You know what I
1: mean? Like, those are the type of music I listen to in the gym, like, drill-wise or mm-hmm. Toronto I, music.
0: I do think Casper uh, has, the, his music has, like, mainstream potential, where, like, he kind of understands, like, he's not just sticking to, like the typical Toronto rap, he's kind of like expanding it by like sampling. Bro, one song he sampled, Kanye West Heartless. and next yeah. one he sampled, like, you know that song, I'm Blue and Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he did that one. I was like, yo, like, this is like a smart idea, you know?
1: Bro, like, and this is like, this is not like a new thing. Rappers and artists have been doing this from the past. Mm-hmm. He just He's just bringing it back and just switching it up with his sauce, right?
0: Mm-hmm. So...
1: It's a it's a smart move and he's making the right place. So yeah, that type of music, bro, booming.
0: If there's an unlimited budget and there's an like you could pick any artist to make a music video for, and Mm -hmm. like it could be your vision, virtually unlimited budget. What artist do you have that like dream to work with?
1: Bro, it's kind of weird. Like, it's kind of messed up to say it, but I never had like a dream artist.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think,
1: I think I'm like in my career, I still have to not uh note down like specific goals and 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 visions and motives that I want to do in this mm-hmm. uh, space of work. Mm-hmm. I actually haven't written down like who's like the main person that I want to work with. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird. I'm just going with the flow. Like I'm on a, I'm on like on a wave right now of like different artists and this, mm-hmm. just who's around me in the local industry. You know.
0: Okay, l- let, me, let me ask you this. Out of every song that's ever existed, it can mm. be like a song that already has a music video, but what song, like, would you want to do a music video for? Even mm. if it's like... Like remake? Yeah, remake. Or like imagine, like, they approached you. Like, one specific song is like, yo, I love that song so much. If I did the video, I would do it like this.
1: Damn. That's actually a good question. I feel like it's not even the specific song or the music video, but I actually, like, thought about, like... Right now, like even like working with Lil Wayne because he's like a super creative person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's even like stories about him where he's like a genius with how he creates his wordplay and stuff. Mm-hmm. So working with someone like that, that who's actually a person of uh like, like he has, he's passionate about mm-hmm. his work. Mm-hmm. I think Lil Wayne and his projects, I probably want to work with him or some.
0: Yeah, especially, like, Wayne, like, when he was at his, like, his peak, like, when, like, what was it was, like, 04, 05, I guess. His music video is, like, even, like, a Millie music video is legendary, but it's so simple. It's, like, almost just, like, a one take, and he's just walking. Yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. iconic. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like,
1: sometimes less is more, bro.
0: I agree. Sometimes
1: less is more. Like, just having that right shot planned out, the storyboard, the shot list, all curated and organized. Just simple is better. But nowadays, people just want to see the most in, like, two minutes, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, less is more, to be honest.
0: I agree with less is more. I think a lot of good music videos, it's just, like, a white screen and them. You know what I'm saying? And then there might be, like, a girl shaking her ass or something, you know? Like, you got to have, like, or a car or something. But it's, like, the shots are simple, and it's, like, more like the song and the actual artist performance carrying the music video as opposed to, like, throwing bare like you know vfx or like you know like i feel like sometimes when you do that it's almost like you're trying to like mask the shots you know what i'm saying bro
1: mask the problems to be honest i -hmm. feel like yeah if you don't shoot things right then you got to fix it up in with vfx and after effects and all that type of stuff but Mm -hmm. when the vfx are purposeful well it's an amazing like like let's say like a Cole Bennett video, mm. then like when they're purposeful like that, then you can tell like it was planned and organized. Mm-hmm. Intentional. Intentional. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Nah, I feel that. Yo, um, you know, before I let you go, like I actually enjoyed talking to you and like, I appreciate you know, hopefully you sponsor the show. You know, For the sure. honey Plus. What's the promo code? Bro. bro it could be bro sound or you could just put BS. 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 B-S. BS
1: 2023 BS6 BS6 cuz you guys are in the 6 right you We're are in the 6 We're from we're from the 5 zone 5 you know oh, bro, okay. bro bro sound so yeah BS6 BS6 taps in with BS6 20% off you know what I'm saying promo code yeah Ooh, tap in
0: please do you know what I'm saying I'm a, I'm a, I will literally reach out to Corn Stars bro
1: Yeah bro just
0: cuz I rock with this product so hard Corn Stars link up with them I have a couple that I know I can get on the show Yeah yeah, but I don't know if they're like just corn stars. It's better. You know what I'm saying you this, got, they gotta diversify their shit too. You know, yeah, there dude. might not always be a shoot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Was you know say we, we'll
1: find out? That's crazy. Was knows
0: some for sure. You know what I am <laughs> Uh Yo, uh, shout out what you're working on next. I know you know you have your food page, you have the health by Hus, and you're still like directing stuff and doing corporate videos. Is there any type of projects that? You know, you want people to, to keep an eye out for or tap um, in.
1: So right now, I'm doing uh It's called Hollywood.
0: Hollywood. I'm pretty
1: sure it's called Hollywood, but um, like I'm shooting jobby stuff. Yeah, so Did I'm shooting. I'm shooting an artist who's doing. He's a Tamil. Oh, he's Tamil
2: yeah,
0: yeah, so
1: he's doing a music video slash like like movie. So I'm working on that. Um... I'm working with a popular DJ from LA who's in Canada. His name's DJ Baby You. I'm doing his uh, content creation. I'm doing the restaurant. Uh, I work with Choto Mate today. Like I just came from there. Mm -hmm. So I'm doing that type of video. I have a lot of videos just just in the works. Um, Just stay tuned with me. Health Plug Hus, Director Mm -hmm. Hus, Hungry Belly Hus, Mr. 3-in-1. You can see all my work at Booking JBM Productions. Um, just tap in with me man there's a lot of inspiring things that you know can motivate you to do some new hustles or something you know mm-hmm. just I'm just a type of person that is for the community and uplift people and show them like a new route aside from what they're on
0: nah bro dude, yo what you're doing is, is amazing and I feel like even this interview I know for especially for me even because I kind of like dabble in video editing and content creation and I know Was too like I learned a lot bro just even about shooting just like even the technical aspects and then just overall the business side, and you know you have a lot of wisdom to give, and I appreciate you know you sharing that with us. And I know this won't be the last time you know we tap in, and sure. I'm definitely gonna pull up to a, to a Brody League game. Why not, you know what I'm bro? Saying? Where yeah. you guys
1: play? Where you guys play? Oh, uh, we're out in the five. Okay, Do you know what the five? I is?
0: don't. I'm guessing is that Durham?
1: Yeah. So like anywhere like nine o five. So obviously you oh. guys have the six, right? Yeah. From, from Scarborough beyond, that's the six. Uh-huh. from from before Scarborough on that side that's the five so okay. I'm calling that the five because a lot of people in Durham are representing the six I'm like for what you guys are not even from there you're not even born from wherever mm. you know what I mean mm. so that's why it's called zone five that's why I rep oh, that
0: oh okay Yo, shout out zone five bro I like Durham zone I like Ajax you yeah. know what I'm saying Okay, yeah. so
1: you guys play in Ajax. Um, so it's in Oshawa.
0: Oshawa. Oh, that's the deep. that's deep. That, definitely Zone Five. Holy oh, <laughs> okay, fuck! Okay, yeah, that's yeah. the boonies
1: now. Oh, that's deep. the boonies. But yeah, no, that's yeah. A
0: road trip still. Okay, and then, but I'm
1: I'm a reach. Yeah, we're gonna make the playoffs. So the the playoffs are gonna be in the city.
0: Oh, okay, like downtown Toronto type. Yeah. Okay.
1: We we definitely are gonna make the playoffs. with how our team's moving? So.
0: Okay, well, make sure you guys check out Director Huss. Make sure you comment, like, subscribe, do all that stuff. Shout out to Wash the Sauce on the Cam, you know what yes I'm sir. saying? Subscribe to